Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lonnie, I was quite fortunate in that I had a private screening of this film. And by private screening, I mean I was the only one in the cinema when this movie was being played. I know, right? On a Friday afternoon, and it was lovely. It was glorious. I felt a little bit bad, as you always do. It's like, oh, you're putting this whole thing on for me. Sorry for the effort. Did feel a bit uncomfortable during the sex scenes, though. Felt like, <laughs> have you guys just put this film on so I can just watch private porn in the cinema? So then you have to be, like, not too into it, you know, sort of looking around. But then you're like, mm. I'm still watching the movie that you've put effort to put on for me. Weird dynamic. Did you have popcorn while you're watching? Don't disown me, but I had a choc top. At what time did you what did you eat the choc top? Well, I only before? had a choc top, so I didn't eat it before popcorn, which is one of your big concerns. And it was like mid afternoon. But did you eat it during the the screening, or did you eat it beforehand? I took it into the film with me. Do you need a moment to gather your thoughts, collect yourself? It's all right. Some people are wrong. It's okay. <laughs> Hello there. This is I Only Like You and Movies. This week, we're worrying, aren't we, Sinead? My name's Lonnie, by the way. Yeah. Are I, you worrying? I'm or do you not worry? Mildly worrying. To be honest, I didn't worry that much. Fair enough. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> This is the latest film by Olivia Wilde, and it stars Florence Pugh, one of the best, the mm. best actor of her generation, people like, think. Like, actually, have though. to agree. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Styles is also there. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that bad, actually, I didn't think. I didn't we'll, think he was as in. bad as people are saying he was. No, we'll get into it. Um, Olivia Wilde, actually, she's got a supporting role as well, which is cool. Christopher Pine. Is there is the baddie, which I think he's having a whale of a time being a bad boy. He is, and then just astral projecting <laughs> when he's on the press tour. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk a whole lot about the everything else of the film apart from the film, but do you want to get into that a little bit before we? Well, what I'll do, I'll link Daniel J. Layton's video in the show notes where he sort of explains okay. it. So basically, sure. onset drama. Shia LaBeouf was cast, got kicked off the film. Personal messages were leaked. Uh, Olivia Wilde originally said that that was due to what she, like safety of the cast, turns out it wasn't. He quit. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are in a relationship and I think that's clouded some things as well, Um, Mm -hmm. along with this spitgate, hashtag spitgate, where people think that Harry Styles spat on Chris Pine out of, it's bizarre. Well, the other other thing is, the main thing, that I'm worried about is like Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde had massive yes. disagreements apparently, apparently and that led to them when they finished the film she was able to strike an agreement to not 
advertise it much, not not do the press tour and stuff and just go to the yes. first screening at Cannes or Venice, wherever it was. So that's another interesting aspect to it. And is that because they, you know, just you create differences or is it because she's friends with Jason Sudeikis and they had the, you know, the breakup? There's some allegations that she, like, thought it was inappropriate that Harry Styles and Libby Wilde were dating now. I don't know. It's really hard to know what the truth is in this, isn't it? And there's allegations that Harry Styles was paid more than Florence Pugh, who is an Academy Award nominee, which for me is the biggest. I know he's a star. I know he's, like, very famous, but not in this genre or mode of entertainment. Look, I'm not going to try and dig in as much as other people are because I thought his performance is actually okay and, you know, he's a really talented guy. But honestly, he should be paying to be in a film of Florence Pugh. Yes. Let's face it. Yes. Right? Like... (laughs) Honestly. It should be bidding for the opportunity. It shouldn't just be... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Be paying her. Anyway, um, it, it's really hard to know because a lot of that stuff, like you've both, you got the truth, right? But also you've got people to make up shit and then that becomes mm. what people think is what's happened. But also you've got the competing press interests of like the filmmakers and then both sides of the story and then like the Jason Stegger's camp and stuff. So like it's really hard to know what, what's, what is actually true there and... So it's almost like you shouldn't talk about it because there's just no yeah. way to really know. But one word answer, Sinead. Mm. Did Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? Yes or no? No, but it looks like it, but no. But what I acknowledge there? that the video looks like he did. What happened then? Why did Chris Pine look down at his, at his well, legs and then look up like that? When I first saw the, the clip, I thought Harry said something under his breath. And Chris's laugh mm. was about that, but okay. I don't. Okay. I don't know. Look, it would be weird to spit on someone like that when there are cameras on you and you're in a public place. Yeah, but it looks like it, doesn't it? it looks like he did. It does look like it. I'll acknowledge I don't know that. who to believe. <laughs> anyway, the film itself is kind of a bit forgotten about with all the drama. Mm. Um, and to be honest, before this even happened, right? Before the real drama kicked off and before I saw a trailer, I thought it was just like a, a 1950s like drama. I didn't realise there's this whole other element to it of of Black Mirror-esque mm. um, shtick going on. And so I think I was actually a bit... I would have been very confused when I watched the film without knowing any of that. I just thought it was a drama, like a historical drama. Fair enough. But it's not. No. It is an attempt at a Jordan Peele sort of style horror film to be honest today it feels like an episode of black mirror but not a good one not a great one i just yeah i listen i quite liked it i quite liked it i'm sorry <laughs> don't be sorry why did you like it tell us well i don't know if the ending works so i'll acknowledge that mm-hmm. but three quarters of the film i liked a lot of it was due to the aesthetic. I'm acknowledging that up front. But basically this is another attempt at a Stepford Wives sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we should explain what the film's about. So um, Alice and Jack, who are Florence Pugh and Harry, are living in like this 1950s town um, called Victory. Um, and all the men in the town are working on the Victory Project, which is this top secret thing. They don't know what it is. Sorry, the wives don't know what it is. Um, 
and it is true 1950s style the women stay home and do the cooking and cleaning and um sort of swan about with each other then spoiler alert so don't listen to the podcast if you don't want to be spoiled it's revealed that something's not quite right and chris pine is keeping something from them there's something to do with victory project and florence Pugh's character tries to sort of figure out what that is as sort of weirder and weirder things keep happening that's sort of like how it was supposed to go but I don't know if it got all the way there for me um and I'll hold off talking about the big reveal for a bit because I want to talk about the rest of the film but I don't think she investigated much no I don't think so either I don't think there was enough escalating tension during those elements I feel like there was a scene where she's wiping the the yes, windows. Yes. And then it starts closing in on her. And then she's like suffocating and going to be crushed. And then, oh, like, no, all good. So was that a vision? Did that actually happen? I don't know. And then the next bit is like she's in the bath or something and she's almost like she's drowning or something like that. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, no, no, just another vision. All good. After a while, if you show me circumstances where something weird's happening for a second... And then it's okay. I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm not really that bothered then because I think she'll be okay in two seconds because she yeah. has been the last five times you've done this. Well, the other thing is, like, I said that things get more, like, more and more odd and she's picking up on things. She doesn't. She should have because there's, like, the eggs that she crushes in her hand and she's like, oh, they're not real eggs. And so now I'm sort of mm. like, okay, is everything fake then? Like, does someone come in when they're not there and put yeah, fake? Yeah, she seems to glide past that pretty quickly, doesn't she? Yeah. There's yeah, no okay. reaction no, no to eggs. it. <laughs> So again, is that a vision that she's having? Are we playing with her? Because obviously she's painted as sort of um, psychologically unstable in this film. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of hinting at that? Or I, I don't really understand how that all relates to finding out about the actual like big twist at the end, you know? Yeah. It felt like just lots of scenes of weird shit happening spliced together, but yeah. they weren't really adding to each other. And they almost could have been taken place in any order couldn't they yes yeah and i just feel like once the neighbor um died that mm. for me was interesting because that was sort of okay they're covering up something and um uh timothy simmons simons is in this who is amazing i genuinely it's my problem it's not his problem but i can't see him in anything without expecting him to just unleash a whole bunch of swear words like i just <laughs> because we've seen him in beep anyway Mm-hmm. Um, but it's sort of like that's where the sort of true mystery begins really where they've taken this neighbour who used to be her friend and she's sure that she's killed herself because she saw it happen and everyone's telling her that she's crazy, you know, gaslighting her. Mm. Um, but all the other stuff that didn't quite fit I feel like wasn't investigated enough and some things we didn't find out about until Alice told us, like the dinner party scene where she just says, oh, we're all from these three places and we all have these variation mm. of three ways that we met our partner. And she just says that. And I feel like that was a really simple thing that could have been shown. Like there's a new person who comes to town. So why don't you go, hi, where are you from? Oh my God, you're from the same town as me. How did you meet your husband? Oh my God, no way. I met my husband in a similar way. Like that, mm. there you go. Simple thing of showing, not telling. And I just feel yeah. like a lot of the stuff that, Alice finds she's just told like Chris Pine tells her in the kitchen yep you're right okay 
And he's like, I've been waiting for someone to challenge me. Do you have a plan though, mate? Or are you just like going to give the electric shock treatment and then hope it's all, hope it's all okay after that? So shall we get into the, the big twist? Well, I just want to mention one other thing okay. is that there are some other weird shit that happens that never gets explained. Mm-hmm. Not even a hint of what it could have been. What was the plane? The what plane? Was, she saw a plane crash. Yep. What are the tremors they all feel at various points? Yep. Never explained. Like I can make, I can make up some ideas maybe, but I mean, it didn't have to spin feed me every single explanation, but it, miss, it was missing that moment at the end. You're like, oh, that's the plane. That was that thing. No, that didn't happen. It no, just, it doesn't happen. Just, yeah. No. All right. You want to go into the, the big twist that everyone knew after about 20 minutes? Oh, I, di- I didn't know. <laughs> was I supposed to know? Well, I didn't know the exact thing that was going on, but I was like, oh, okay, clearly this is not in the 1950s. There's some sort of other simulation or something going on. That's what I... I knew there was something going on. I didn't know Harry was behind it. Oh, yeah. There were flashbacks of him wearing a regular T-shirt, I thought. So I was like, oh, okay, well, he's he's part of this, I think. Anyway. I just feel like if we're in a, we're in a post-Black Mirror world, people, you need to have your twist. It's got to be a lot better than what's on that show. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So the big thing is in present day, um, these two people are together. Alice is a doctor, a surgeon at a hospital, and mm. Jack is a emo fringe, greasy, stays up late listening to extremist podcasts about finding a better life, and he enrolls both of them into this program which essentially means that their bodies, they're like laying in this like pod thing and their eyes are held open like forever and they're being like under psychosis almost, like having this um, torture. Yeah, they're in a computer program almost, yeah. Yeah, sort of. Given these series of images and falling into this hallucination, I guess, and then their consciousness is transported into this, world which i don't really get how that works yeah it's just like a computer simulation isn't it but so they take her to get electrocuted right in the 1950s Mm. world but she doesn't actually get electrocuted does she so they just give her the idea of being electrocuted no i thought that was in the real world that bit they go and find her real body and then electrocute her yeah i think so yeah really that's, that's the impression i got oh see and i didn't then, get they that put it, and then they put it back in that that's the impression right so the whole thing when the men go off to work in the 1950s they're not going off to work they're coming back to their real lives right and then working in the real world and then plugging back into the system is that correct yeah, so when the, when they're when the men are at work, they are in the real world. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Yes, know. okay, gotcha. Which look, let's face it, that's silly because <laughs> then, well, they come home. Yeah. At the end of the day, they have dinner with their wife. They might have sex with her or something, and then they're asleep for the rest of the simulation. Oh yeah. It's not a it's not a great deal for the bloke, is it? Why wouldn't you use the time when you're asleep? Yeah, I get you. Huh. It's weird. It is weird. So you got 12 hours and then eight of those are asleep. So. Yeah. Also, he has this nationality change, right? Like they're like, you can choose whatever nationality you want to be. And he chooses British. 
that just because Harry can't do a good American accent? Like, is that why that's there? Yeah, I, I can't really imagine any another other reason, reason why. for that to be there. It's very weird. Um, the only thing I think about that is that he mentions that in the real world he's got to be off working so he can sustain yeah, the simulation, right? Yeah. Pay for them. I mean, it doesn't seem like a great thing you've got to pay for this all the time. My impression is perhaps he's working, he actually, as actually working for Chris Pine in the real world. Oh, and perhaps okay. it's like a, a multi-level marketing thing. Or he's got to go recruit more people all the time to make it sort of self-sustaining. Okay. That, But that's not in the, in the text. No, that's, that's something I made up. Yeah. Yeah. Try to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean... Obviously, this narrative was a bit too close to home to cast Shia, so I'm glad that that was reviewed anyway. But I, I genuinely don't think Harry's as bad as other people are saying. But when you see choices like that about nationality, it's like, well, it's hard to see another reason where that would have been the case. And this is in contrast to Florence Pugh, who is engaging completely. Like the camera loves her. She looks beautiful. She's so present in the moment, so collected in her choices. Mm-hmm so receptive and i feel like that would be a challenge against someone who who isn't an actor who's trying something for the first time um she's like phenomenal again i think he's okay and he he holds his own like just enough Mm -hmm. but you can really see him trying to keep up with her yes she's just there effortlessly being the role yes and he's you can see that the, the wheels turning, turning for him yeah. yeah i could see that i could see him thinking about what choice to make rather than her mm. she's just the character absolutely um i have so many questions so olivia wilde is a character in this film as well named bunny he's one of the neighbors and it's revealed at the end that she actually knew about the simulation she mm. knew about the simulation and she chose to be in the simulation because she could have her children there who died in the real world and she could be around them. I actually really liked that as a thing. I wish it, they'd gone into more about that because it was just sort of stated at the end. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way. This, I, is, this is my yes. tragic backstory, yes. which we'll just move on so you can <laughs> jump, jump in the car. But I think that could yeah. have been played with a little bit more if she knew. Like when Alice has her breakdown at that dinner, Oh my god, I completely forgot that he dances on the stage. What was that? Oh my god, I just remembered it. Why was he tap dancing on the stage? He wasn't saying he didn't have any lines. He didn't say anything. I liked it. He was just nodding oh, cool. to Chris Pine. What do you mean? So I dance. Oh my god. Obviously that was like puppet Actually, master, you have to do whatever he asks of you, sort of thing. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that that that's definitely what happened there. I was thinking there could have been some reveal that like he gave him a new ring and was the ring like a mind control uh, thing perhaps but i don't think it was i think it was just they were love being in the cult yeah but there was another thing where i think at the dinner where chris pine says um okay everybody we're ready to go now and the, all the guys stand up or sit down like in unison yes so again i was like are they actually being mind controlled and he is just you know really th- throw on the metaphor that he's this captivating cult hero that they all love mm. but actually he's gone a step further and he is you know, actually mind controlling them. I don't think it was though. I think he just liked no. dancing. But what I was going to say about Olivia is at that dinner when Alice goes into the bathroom and is like her life, whole world is falling apart, Bunny comes in and then says, you sound exactly like Margaret and she gets kind of like mad at her and leaves. I don't know if that works if she knows that what she's saying is true. Like if she knows mm. that about the simulation, 
would you not comfort your friend and say, it's okay, we'll get to the bottom of this and then just like not help her because that's probably the best mm. thing is to keep her under your wing and make sure that she doesn't ruin it for you all. Like further isolating her yeah. is obviously going to push her towards figuring it out and why are you getting so mad at her? True. That doesn't, I don't know if that makes sense. It makes you wonder as well the whole thing like if they're in a computer program, does this mean Chris Pine is like monitoring them at all times? Are they being listened to or watched? Like the fact is there's, there's a big sign of the, at the outskirts of town saying, you know, don't mm. go past this. And she goes past it and nothing bad happens. Yeah, well, at first... She's like shouldn't, shouldn't the Oompa come out and get her? <laughs> she's looking up at the sky and it looks like there's this sort of dome of um, mm. like this barrier or something that they're passing through and i was mm. like oh, okay is this like a um like in Lightyear where they had that little town and they had the, all these they made like a dome of mm. safety mm-hmm. i was like is this mm-hmm. actually in the real world but they've made like a computer generated projection of a town within the mm. desert sort of thing mm-hmm. i don't think so um but yeah i don't like chris pine has to have been in the simulation right because he's mm. there in 1950s, so he can't have been awake. He can't have been managing all stuff the time, in the real but, world, right? But even then, he could be in the program and have like admin access, and he can view stuff, I guess. <laughs> Create a new user well, profile. Is it, is it a computer or not? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm confused about, right? Because there's the big thing that's revealed that if you kill a man in the simulation, he actually dies in real life. How? Mm-hmm. How? Like Matrix rules, but it doesn't apply Kill to the, the mind. The body follows. Doesn't yeah, apply to the doesn't make sense. They're doesn't both in the exact exactly. same simulation. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all, right? No. And they they do your trick at the end, the thing that you hate the most, which you used to mention about Vampire Diaries a lot, where a whole bunch of characters realize the thing at the same time, even though they've had no mm. not talking to each other. Is the blood on her dress enough to convince the other wives that they're in a simulation? Because that's what this film implies. No, you'd be like, oh, my God, she's hurt herself. Like it's. But they all look at her and they're all like, we know because we have women's intuition and Violet, the new person, is like, don't touch me, husband. I knew something wasn't right and I've somehow telepathically communicated to Alice that I know what she's Mm. trying to tell me. You know? I mean, one thing I'd say there is that she did recently have a big discussion at the dinner table where she outlined why it's all fake. Yeah, but they've had no evidence to that. Well, maybe it's like, oh, she's, yeah. Would that not be a further thing like, oh, wow, she's really unhinged and needs psychiatric yeah, help? maybe it does. Yeah, she had no proof when she did that. Maybe if she'd come out with, like, Harry Styles' head with, like, a robot head or something, then they'd be like, exactly. oh, maybe she's onto something. Yeah, okay, I'm with you now. And what are the bombs? She comes out of the home and there's two bombs that go off on the lamppost or something? What was that? No, I think that's a metaphor for the, the world shattering, the artifice shattering or something. Liv, come on. Come on. <laughs> Not to mention, they're like, you got to run, you got to get out of here, run, get the get in the car, and she just walks out in the street and has a oh my has god, and just stands at everybody, and I was like, run, and it's like, oh, now I will run, now I will choose to run, yeah. great, great yeah. idea. Also, I've got a question for you. She's running up the thing to the like main terminal thing, and she pauses and have a look down and sees all the people scrambling up the rocks. Like that's a great yeah. shot of them scrambling up the rocks, but just cut to that. You don't need her to stop her mm-hmm. running. <sighs> Yeah, I feel like if I was being chased by a maniac or I had somewhere to go, I wouldn't just look around and stuff. I'd actually just do it. I'd be good in a, in a horror film like this. Crisis situation, yeah. Mm. Yeah, just literally you need to touch the thing to get out of here. 
So about that. Yes. Again, I wish that the film, I think Black Mirror would have definitely gone into this a little bit, right? So that's why I think mm-hmm. Black Mirror is better. <laughs> <laughs> so in the real world, she's a surgeon, right? That's a pretty important job. Yes. People, she's working 30-hour shifts, right? So if she doesn't yes. turn up, people are going to notice. I assume she So quit. how is she lying in bed? I assume for... she quit. She'd have to. Do we? Wait, no, Why but would she how? quit? She didn't want to be there. Yeah, hang on. He, 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 he's drugged her and put her in this, hasn't he? Well, he would have to have written a letter or an email or something resigning on her behalf, surely. Hmm. Well, otherwise they'd come looking for her. I feel like that's something that would have been covered in the That's what I mean. We could have, we could have, we should have, you know, that the Black Mirror would have, would have shown us that. Yeah, yeah. Does she not have family or friends? Fair point. Yeah. So my explanation is that he staged her death in real world. Hmm. Okay. Yep. And that's why no one's looking for her, because they think she's dead, right? Okay, fair enough, Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't that be easy? Yeah. That could have been good. Maybe we could have had a, even a very quick shot of her funeral notice or something like that, that he's kept in the house mm. for the funeral, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't that have been good? Simple explanation. Also, mm-hmm. what does she do now when she wakes up? <sighs> Isn't well, she, she's strapped got, down. And she's got a dead body in yeah. the bed next to her. So how is she going to deal with that? Yeah. I think given she is a doctor in real life, I think she'll work out some way to get out of there. Like, she's pretty smart. I guess so. Do the whole thing where she, like, you know, breaks her wrist or something and then undoes the cuffs, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Again, could have been nice to see that rather than just have the, mm. oh, she's awake now, breathy sound effect over the end screen. I have another huge problem with the film. So Gemma oh. Chan is in this. Love Gemma Chan criminally underused in this film and she's chris pine's wife right and she has done nothing yes i literally laughed out loud so she has done nothing but be supportive of him and stands up for him at the dinner table and like all that and i think we get the idea that she knows what's going on as well and then at the end when florence is escaping she just takes a knife and kills her husband and says now it's my turn where did that come from? That we need we need some way to wrap up Chris Pine's storyline, I guess. But she that came out of nowhere. She's had no like there's no hint that she actually wanted to run the Victory Project and she's more ambitious than he was and mm-hmm. she was offering him solutions for how it could be better. None of that. There was no allegiance between her and Alice and saying, I know what you're going through, I'm also trying to get out of this thing. So it can't have been that. It was the cringiest line, the worst writing ever, and it just completely undercut that whole moment. Why was it there? Do you feel like that was a a rewrite or reshoot? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Very weird, wasn't it? Oh, it was horrible. Also, she's... So, Alice has been trying to escape from this place... She's had a, already had a fight with Chris Pine and she's worked out he's the big baddie and he knows that she knows, but they're sort of, but he's been able to best her beforehand. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he be the last obstacle she has to face before she escapes? She never interacts with him again. He's just when she home. runs up to the top of the hill, yeah. he should have been there. I thought so too. And also, yeah. what's this whole thing? She just touches the window? Like, yeah. no, go inside. You have to go inside and then he has to be there, Unplug. right? And yeah, doing a like slow that. clap yeah. and being, well done, you figured me out, like, how are you going to get mm-hmm. out now? And then she outsmarts him or something by figuring out that simulation is 
I don't know, like she has to, like in Hunger Games, remember how there's that big barrier mm-hmm. and she figures out that she can shoot stuff into the barrier to like break mm. it? Like that, something like that. Yeah, it turns out she's kept the empty egg or something and it's got a bomb on it. Like that sort of thing could have been. Something, you, yeah. You tie, something you tie it back, back to the beginning. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One small thing I'd like to say. Carrots. Everyone loves to have a little nibble on a carrot in this <laughs> film. I don't think a movie has done more for like a fruit and vegetable than Twilight did for apples than this movie has done for carrots. Everyone's having a nibble. The the Bugs Bunny erasure here is disgusting. <laughs> but see, I don't understand this. How can they eat in a simulation? Well, then it's all, it's all made up. It's all computer programs. It's just code in their minds, isn't it? Does she need to go to the bathroom in the real world? Does she just do that in the bed? Does She's he clean that up? She's got on, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Um, one thing I, I saw on some Reddit and I thought was kind of interesting mm. was that in the real world, he is shown as just eating cans of tuna because he's like an edgelord dude. He doesn't yes. cook at all. Yeah. And that's why he gets upset when she decides to cook uh, a tuna salad at the beginning. He's I like, I'm already eating bloody tuna in real life. I don't want to eat it in my fake <laughs> life as well. Fair. So that was clever. That, that, that's a nice little bit because it makes you think about it. You're like, like, oh, that, that. does tie together. Hmm. Um, and you're right, Sinead. This is very well shot. Very the the production values and yes of the of this of all the dresses and, and the, the architecture of the town they're in. That Set was all design. very well done. Yeah. I wish the story was at yeah. the same standard because it would have been amazing. Done. And it's such a shame because um, obviously Olivia made book directed Booksmart, which was mm-hmm. a great film. That incredible film coming of age sort of story mm. and we're so excited for her next thing but i just feel like this could have had maybe another couple of months of some rewrites and just some tightening of the narrative a bit mm. and i feel like if you're making like a psychological thriller especially in this genre you need to make it really tight like i was thinking about um was it the invisible man that we watched that i refused to watch for a mm-hmm. long time and then we watched together terrifying mm-hmm. horrible um, everything made sense in that film. Like it all came back. Yeah. It was all really tight. Mm-hmm. It was a simple concept and maybe a bit weird. Yeah, he's invisible. Like, but that's the yeah, premise. Yeah, but they did clever stuff with it. it. Like, yeah, like she did the she threw the paint can at him. Because exactly, because she knew that, that that would make him yes. And yeah. I just feel like this film was missing some of those things. Like the whole point mm. is she's supposed to be piecing together that something's not quite right. 
and yet you don't the wall thing was a huge thing for me well why why did it crush her did it not crush her she's losing her mind so is she both is she both having a psychotic break and figuring out Mm. what's going on because that's the only way that this makes sense right yeah like egg thing was good because that's like a like a design flaw in the computer program or a glitch yes, or something. Yes, exactly. But the house trying to crush her isn't a design flaw. That's someone messing with her or it's in her head. Well, then I was thinking, mm. okay, so does Chris Pine have control over literally like where the walls go and if things mm, are missing in the simulation and whatever? But then it's never ex- it's never done again. So if that is a thing that's set up, they don't, they don't explain that at all. It, that's right. I think it, it should have been escalating tension there should have been a cat and mouse sort of thing there yeah. where she, or even a, you know, I guess it's kind of like this, but like a, a lab rat and an experiment where mm. they are pushing her buttons. It just seemed like it was a bunch of weird stuff thrown together. And like maybe part of that is supposed to be, we're supposed to think, oh, maybe this is real life and she's just, it's just crazy. But pretty obvious from the beginning that there is something extra going on, isn't there? So, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's. Did you figure that out in the story itself or is that because you knew going into it that it was sort of a Stepford Wives situation or like how... No, I, when I just noticed she was having flashbacks to a modern setting, I was like, oh, okay, well, clearly yeah, they're in some sort of computer program now. That's what, that's what I thought. The other thing is like obviously we were supposed to be suspicious of Harry Styles because he's the perfect husband here. Mm. It could have been a cool double bluff if maybe he was also being experimented upon. We think he's part of it. Turns out actually he's also being experimented yeah but uh, it's kind of like everyone you think is bad at the beginning they are bad at the end sorry yeah there's no No twists yeah um did you notice that olivia wilde said a few times that chris pine's character is is supposed to be modeled on jordan peterson who's you know one of those mra cultists i didn't know that but that's pretty funny my thing is Hmm. jordan peterson would kill to have one tenth of his charisma (laughs) Yes. It's fine, right? <laughs> I was just reading. Stuff. I didn't mind the cult stuff. It was interesting. It was, it was a it was a cool thing, but I it was kind of like cult stuff. Then, yeah. What's he exactly. offering? Bring it forward. You know, what's he offering apart from just oh, it's our world and we can control what happens in it? It's like okay. Yeah, I think that's inherent to that sort of person. That sort of mindset he's just saying nonsense it doesn't actually mean anything yeah true that whole thing about chaos is the enemy of progress or something Mm. i mean it means nothing really get the relevance of the dances so when she's going in the simulation you have this little like clip that plays about hypnosis yeah and it's his his um voiceover saying that but like why and why are they doing ballet why are they doing ballet lessons in the 50s i don't understand i think it's to make them more and more in sync um in sync yeah as they're told mm. instruct following instructions mm. and i think it would be interesting you know instead of her just being the only crazy person and her friend who's also crazy mm. what if they'd all sort of noticed things all the girls talking around to the you know when they're making dinner one night for the party well this is what yeah she mentions the eggs and someone else like you know i actually noticed the other day that my my shoes had and <laughs> I had new shoes. I didn't. I didn't buy something like that. You know, like would have been. Yes. There's all a few little glitches I all noticed, but then doesn't happen. Well, I think the thing is, I guess they. Well, two things. They sort of cover that at the dinner party when they're like, "Oh, what a crazy coincidence! I met my husband the same way." Yeah, but yeah, true. Not enough for me. And then the yeah. other thing is, I agree with you because this film has been spoken a lot 
about being post Me Too era, right? And it's still touching on those themes of abuse and gaslighting and um, the women trying to break free of the men. If that's your message that you're trying to get across, wouldn't it have been more powerful to have all the women band together and figure this out together and have a bit of like sisterhood Mm. yeah moment rather than Florence figures it out and leaves everyone else in the simulation? I assume in present day she's going to figure out a way to stop it. But again, that's an assumption I'm making of the film. Okay, I'm with you. I also assume that. So okay, great. <laughs> That's something. It's a shame because it had so yeah, much go going for it. Like it had, you know, Olivia's doing it. It's the same screenwriter who wrote Booksmart. Florence is in this, who is amazing. You know, cool premise. They're in this 1950s thing, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. But a lot of the hints just didn't get resolved in a very mm-hmm. satisfying way, or whenever addressed again. Mm-hmm. Question for you narratively. Mm-hmm. What was the point of her being given electric shock treatment, whether it's in in victory or in real world? Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to like cleanse her, I think, and you know, make her more pliable and yes. sort of get rid of all the, the other nonsense she's been going on about. What was the point of that narratively if five seconds after she gets back, she works out again because he sings a song? I guess it's because like they think they have total control over it but they don't like it's it's Mm. they think they fixed it and because of their arrogance they think that it's kind of like why bother if you're gonna like this is the solution i'm actually well i think first we need to establish whether it happened in the real world or not so (laughs) i thought not real world because the dancers are the um nurses and also timothy simons is there in his 1950s garb and also it's the fact that she sees the scrub nurse that makes her think back to we have that flashback to her in the hospital yeah maybe it's a flaw in the system of we'll give her electric shock treatment but actually that reminds her of when she was a doctor so they thought they'd had the trump card but actually turns out yeah that was the weakness but not really dramatized like that, is no, it? No, and then why didn't she have that straight away then? Why did it take her a few days after being back to piece it together? Mm. Like if that triggered her memories back, that should have happened immediately, you'd think. Not the song. Mm. Mm. Also, why have why anyway. is is a song really enough to make you realise you're in a simulation? And that's the other thing. She's home, right? And he's singing the song and she's like, Oh my god, I've figured it out. And then she turns to him and says, What have you done? And immediately he breaks and he's like, oh, my God, yeah, I did do all this. Is is the line, what have you done enough for him to know what she's talking about and to completely, like, wouldn't you be a bit, like, tepid mm. and be like, oh, what do you mean? Please elaborate on what you think that I have done before he figures out Espec- that she knows? Especially after she's been saying what's going on for, like, most of the movie by that point. Exactly. And he hasn't broken before then. <sighs> It would have been cool then maybe maybe he's got a fake name in Victory and then she remembers his real name. Ooh, that'd that would be good. Cool. I like that. Yeah. He's calling himself, yeah, something. Yeah. That would be good. I like that. I like that too. Better. So what you're saying is we should be given a high budget mm-hmm. and we should be able to reshoot this film and what? make it make sense a bit more? Why did she start Chris Pine? Why did she say so it's my turn now? Oh, though. 
Oh, it's so annoying because some of this movie was really deftly done and like Mm. sort of just little hints at things. And then that was just so on the nose. And you're right. It sort of did feel like a note from the studio of, oh, we need to make this clearer that the women are, you know, taking back Mm. control. It's like, did we, did we only have like three hours to shoot this? Is that the best we could come up with? You know, like, uh, what are we doing? Another thing I'll say is that I thought some of the dinner party scenes were very well directed and acted. Mm. Um, you could see, like, it felt really natural. They're having these parties and they're drinking and they, you know, maybe hinting at some deeper things going underneath and all that stuff was really good. Like, maybe it should have just been a, a 1950s drama about a woman who's needing to strike out. Maybe. <laughs> on her own. I, I did maybe lose, need all of, the, the... Yeah, lose interest when Harry became emo Harry, emo American Harry. And I don't know if that was because I was pulled away from the 50s, which I was enjoying, or whether that was... I just don't think that part of the narrative was as strong. It was like the final thing that was sort of like supposed to bring it home mm. and it was just a bit of a letdown, I think. So if you get also rid makes of that, you wonder. just have it there. Yeah. I always think about this sort of thing. It's like you're saving this third act reveal and mm. the, the fact that it's all real. He's experimenting on her and whatever. Mm. Like, would this be more interesting if that is the mid-movie re- reveal and then she wakes up and she's trying, trying to, she does escape somehow in the real world and she's on the run and then she's got to go and try and find her friends who are still stuck in there. Yeah. And so she goes back in, that sort of thing. You talk about that quite often on the podcast, about bringing reveals mm. forward to have a bit of more interesting yeah. third act yeah, of playing with it. Yeah, it's like in the Matrix, Neo comes out at the end of the first act. He doesn't leave, at, you know, in the mm. last act. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah, Florence does, can do no wrong in my view. Um, you haven't seen Fighting with My Family, have you? I haven't. But, but you should see I've got it. It's all good. And Midsummer, I haven't seen, which I would like to see. Oh, yeah, she's good in that. But it looks really scary, so maybe not. It's not that scary. Why is she crying or smiling? Scary. Yeah, I've, mm, I think it's something I can't watch on my own. I think I need to. And okay. actually, and don't worry, darling. So I had the sentiment of myself. Does that like jump scare where the dancer has like a skull on its face? Ugh, terrified mm. me. Horrible. <laughs> Hated it so much. And you're sitting in a cinema where it's like dark. I feel like I had to constantly check like, is anyone coming in? Like, I don't want someone <laughs> to scare me, or you know, walk mm. down and I'm so invested in the film and then I jump out of my skin and scream and then they ask me to leave and they ban me from the cinema forever and then the podcast falls apart and then we have nothing left to live for. You know? Yeah, it's a possibility, I guess. Anyway. Florence in everything. <laughs> Harry, maybe we do some acting lessons. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. He wasn't that awful. I just, you know, I, I just... <sighs> I'm sort of torn by this because on one one hand, it's sort of like, remember we saw Elvis recently and all he wanted to do seemingly was to be an actor and yet the audiences couldn't see him as an actor in a film Mm. without him singing. They didn't want that. They wanted him to sing in Mm -hmm. the movies, right? And he could never be considered a serious actor. And I'm mindful of that because I'm like, well, Harry has a right if he wants to act to go into acting. People get their start in acting in all sorts of ways. You know, that's fine. Mm. But then on the other hand, I'm like, you've got the best actress working in the world right now who's come off an Academy Award nomination and all these awards for Little Women and um, she did Macbeth, didn't she? Lady Macbeth or something. And 
is it a bit of a sort of, I don't know, smack in the face to like cast just the hottest young celebrity that's out there at the moment and put him up against her? Like yeah, I feel like she of... could go toe to toe with like Ian McKellen or Meryl, you know, and then you, you kind did. of, well, yes. <laughs> the, the, the setting you have to fail perhaps, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just think she deserved a bit better. She deserved a better hmm. film and a better, more agency as a character, I think, and perhaps a better co-star. Do you want to know what she's coming up in soon, Sine? What? Very, very film I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. She's playing Goldilocks in Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, <laughs> which I'm here for. <laughs> I'm reading here in Wikipedia that they, 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 they show the first 30 minutes of the film at the NSC International Animation Film Festival, as you do. Critics noted the darker tone of the movie were compared to its predecessor, and the director, Joel Crawford, agreed with them. Do you know what he said to me? What? He said that Puss's fear of death is the engine that drives the movie. What the hell? <laughs> what is this movie about? What is Puss happening? Puss in Boots. Oh, he's already used his eight lives. He's only got one left. Oh, no. That's mm. sad. Great movies, though. Watch that, then. That seems tough. But it's Antonio Banderas playing Puss in Boots. Anyway, we're getting a bit far away from it. <laughs> um, from Don't Worry don't Darling to Puss in Boots, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, also, by the way, I wasn't worrying that much because it wasn't that scary, really. Hmm. Talking about she. Oh, she's going to be in Oppenheimer too. That's interesting. Interesting. And in June, June Part 2. Tune. Okay. Maybe. That's how you're calling it? Yeah. All right. Well, rating time for <sighs> Don't Worry Darling. Rating time. Out of five. How many worries are you giving it? Listen, I said up front, I like the film. After realizing that a lot of the things they're hinting at don't come back, I like the film a bit less. But mm. it still sort of passes the vibe check for me, and maybe it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You just love Florence. I think that's what you're yeah. basically saying. Three point two five. Okay. I'm gonna give it just just three. Straight <laughs> up three for me. Um I don't it's hard to say this because we don't know what other actors were done with the role, but it's her film, isn't it? If she's not there, everything falls apart. Yeah, I saw that Dakota Johnson was initially in and I just don't know if it would have been oh, yeah. the same. I love mm-hmm. Dakota. But I don't know if she, it would have had a different feel, I think. Is that, could she have done it with the face she has though? That tweet about her? That's true. She has a face that, what was it? Has seen an iPhone. Has seen an iPhone. (laughs) Well, listen, I watched um, Persuasion. 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 Wasn't great. But, you know, she was fine. It was sort of a modern take on it. She says thanks in the film, which really took me out of it because obviously they don't. Didn't say thanks. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Okay. We're going to go. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you for listening. We've, we've reviewed other films of Florence's The Women in the Past, especially. Maybe that just that. But we loved it. We loved it. We loved her. Oh, Black Widow, we did. Yeah, she's a man. Um, so get amongst those in our back catalogue. Also, 
um, we're on Twitter, get in touch there. We'll love to chat about this because it's a pretty popular film to talk about. Mm. Maybe people are sick of it by now. It's actually come out, you know. Yes. Anyway. It's been spoken about for so long and now it's out. People are just mm. want it to go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.